On this episode of a podcast, I'm going to talk about cheese chased by a dog and Bond villains. It should be getting chased by a dog. I don't know. We'll get into that story soon. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Luke Who's Talking podcast with me. Spoilers, Luke. One day... It might not be. I might sell off this brand for millions and somebody called like Jim can be can host Baluku's Talking Podcast. We go, oh, welcome to Baluku's Talking Podcast. I'm Jim. Uh, why? Just retire it. Anyway, let's get into the first story. Cheese. Now, a couple of weeks ago, actually it was like last week. I don't know when it was. I just take notes and I talk about things. The time frame, eh. Anyway, so I was at, uh, I was, now here in Australia, you can buy, it's uh, a, like cans or container, it's not a can, it's a container of cheese, it's like grated mozzarella, and on the top it has two different, um, the lid has two different little flaps. So one flap you can open up and there's like a, there's three holes and like a sort of a grid sort of, you know, uh, grid system so you can tip out and shake your cheese on whatever you're cooking or on the other side um it's just under the lid it's just all open so you can just basically dump i suppose if you have to use like uh if if you're making something like oh you've got to use a you know a, a cup of this cheese you would uh use that bigger um that bigger exit exodus to you know, fill up your cup or whatever, rather than like the three, the, the grid system on the other side of the uh, lid. Does that make sense? I don't know if it actually does. Anyway, so I was having some, I would assume pasta, because what else would I put grated cheese on? I will say pasta. So I went, got the pasta from the fridge, and... What I usually do, because it's grated, like gr- fine grated up in, in, in the container, is I usually give it a bit of a shake before I tip any of the cheese out onto whatever I'm having. Because sometimes it does sort of get stuck together. It's being in the fridge as well, you know, it does sort of stick together sometimes. So I gave it a bit of a shake. Anyway, as I was shaking, the one part of the lid wasn't quite clipped closed properly. And of course, it was a side of lid that was didn't have the grid. It was like the, the whole open side of lid. So I'm there shaking the cheese. Then there's cheese everywhere. There's cheese on me, and I wasn't happy because I'd actually just gone uh, not long, uh, got out of the shower. So I had cheese on me. There was this grated cheese on the um, table. There was cheese on, there was cheese like meters away from me. And like the cheese, is, it's sort of like sand. It's like sort of like, you know, it looked like there was sand on the on the ground. So there was cheese everywhere. So like, oh, great. <sighs> great. Anyway, so mum has one of these stick vacuum things. So I thought, I'll go and get that and, you know, just suck the cheese up off the floor anyway. It'd be easy. Went to get the vac. And um, long story short, there, the vac is an absolute piece of shit. It is an absolute dunger. So I actually ended up getting the broom, sweeping the cheese up in a pile and just scooping it and tossing it in the, in the bin that way with a dustpan and broom. But 
Yeah, I went to shake the cheese and um, I got cheesed, I suppose. Yeah, I got cheesed. That was that was fun. Mm. So moral of the story is make sure your cheese lid's closed if you're going to be shaking it up. Make sure you do that. Yeah. So you didn't know, but I actually stopped the recording and it started recording again just to tell you, make sure your cheese lid is closed. So, uh, as some of you may know, I believe I talked about it, no doubt I would have talked about it at the start of the year, I was about to say at the start of the show, um, I've got a bit of a goal, I'm going to ride a thousand kilometres this year, I'm already 20% of the way there, oh my god, 20%, whoa, that means I've ridden 200 kilometres at least, whoa, actually at the time of recording I've ridden 190 but I'm pretty confident between now, which is Monday, and Friday when you're going to be hearing this, I'm going to at least do one 10k ride. Could be tonight, might be Wednesday, or it'll either be later tonight, that being Friday. Anyway, the other day I was, uh, I was out on the bicycle doing a bit of a ride. Anyway, I was riding along um, and I slightly altered my typical route. I thought, oh, instead of going like down left here, and then right, I'll go to the next block up, and then take the left, and then take the right. So the distance isn't going to be really any different. It's just that little bit of a, um, just going up the next block. Anyway, so as I was going, I went past my typical left-hand turn, and as I was sort of going up the hill, I I hear this almost like a trotting noise um, behind me. And I look, and there's a dog there, right? Just, uh, it's... um, Oh, a pup, I'd say. Not like a little pup, but like a young dog. So I had a thought of, is this dog want to bite me? I don't know. So I sped up and I thought, I'll burn it off. Um, the dog will stop following me. And so I got down, you know, went up the road, made my left, rolled down the hill, looked behind me. The dog was sort of still there. So I thought, I'll loop back round and go to like one of the houses where this um, dog is from and be like, hey, is this your dog? Like assuming the dog still followed me. Anyway, the dog stopped following me. So I sort of did me loop, looped around the block, like again, to get back to where I wanted to be. Oh, plot twist, there's the dog. And I'm like, anyway, so I stopped, got off my bike and... The dog didn't have a collar on, so I'm like, okay, well, I can't look to see where you're from. At least it didn't try to bite my leg off. So I sort of started walking back uh, to the area where the dog initially started following me. I sort of slowly made my way back to there. Anyway, there were some people there at a house that were unloading some furniture, and the dog then went up to them, and I'm like, it must be their dog. So I got back on my bicycle and um, continued on to where I continued my route. Anyway, that that ride was actually a little bit longer than usual because I looped like a doubled backed around uh, the block, which I usually don't do. Anyway, but yeah, this dog just just come from nowhere and started following me. I'm like, you know, didn't have a collar, nothing. And I was sort of like, does this dog want to bite my foot off? What? I don't know. So I was like... Uh, okay, so, um, and I probably tricked myself into thinking, well, I was like, oh, well, I'll go around the block, the dog might follow me, so I'll go to, like, a house and be like, is this your dog? Or have you seen this dog before? Do you know where it comes from? 
So the dog stopped following me, but I you know, didn't realise because I'm not always looking over my shoulder, especially down quiet back streets. And um, down the sort of dog again, I was like, oh, great, okay. But uh, the dog, I assume, went back to where it had to go. But, you know, people, if you've got a dog, put a collar on it, put a tag on it, make sure it's secure somewhere, like in your yard. Like these people, I, they, I assume the dog belonged to the people who were unloading furniture. They could have tied the dog up. They could have kept the dog in their car. They could have, I don't know, made sure the dog wasn't chasing a random, well, I won't say chasing, I'll say following a random cyclist. I mean, come on. It's not that hard. If you've got a dog, look after it. Make sure it's safe. Get it in your yard. Label it. Do something. I don't want it following me. Bond villains. Okay, let's talk about Bond villains. Now, a few, now actually quite a few episodes back, let me have a look. It was episode, you can hear me scrolling, episode five. I talked about how are Starfleet Command funded? Because I've been watching Star Trek, the original series at the time. So I was like, how is Starfleet Command, how are they funded? And also, how's Kirk still a captain? Because he's such an intergalactic floozy. How's he survived? Anyway. The other day I was watching, this is a spoiler for the movie review coming next episode, or review, whatever, anyway, coming up next episode I'll talk about the uh, the movies I've been watching, but I watched You Only Live Twice, The Bond, that's the one it was, yeah, anyway, it's the Japanese, the Japanese Bond, anyway, Blofeld's in it, played by Donald Pleasance, he does a great job, but his facilities, right, are ridiculous. He has a rocket. He has plentiful amount of staff. He has his lair is in like a hollowed out volcano. Okay. When I was watching this, I thought to myself, how does he afford this? How can he afford this? How does he have money to afford this ridiculous, Ridiculous construction, and the people in the nearby, um, and like the people in in the nearby villages and whatever, like oh yeah, some dodgy like ooh, something. Yeah, if you walk up there, you won't come back. They don't know what goes on. That is also ridiculous to me because you can't build this facility in a volcano without people knowing that you're doing it. Surely. That is absolutely ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous. You know what it is? It's ridiculous. Because, and like also, these the villains, where, where do they get their money from? Like, how do they afford this? Do they have jobs? Like, none of them seem to do anything. Like, how does Donald Pleasant, like Blofeld, where's his money come from? Where do his squillions come from for him to be able to build these, you know, what are his expertise? How can he get rockets, Right. How can he, um, how does he hire people? How does he hire people to do this? It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, you know, and how do the villains get their goons? How do they hire them? I don't know. Do they, like, go to a private agency and be like, yeah, I need uh, 50 thugs uh, to protect a volcano, uh, you know, facility I've got. You know, at least in Goldfinger, you know, what's his name? I've completely forgotten his name. The gold guy trades gold or whatever, you know, that's that's his income. Or in Dr. No, 
he's a doctor. You know, he has a, that's his uh, his trade. You know, he has a part, he has a career. But some of the villains, like, how do they, how do, like, where's your money from? How do you get it? Where, where do you, where, where, how do you fund this, these ridiculous projects? That's why, you know, Elon Musk make a great Bond villain because we know he is uh, a business person, you know, he's, uh, SpaceX founder, CEO, whatever he is, uh, founder, one of, of Tesla, if that said Tesla doesn't make any money, uh, you know, PayPal, that's probably his big thing as well. So he has, like, we can be like, yeah, that's, that's where Elon Musk gets his wealth. That's where he gets his cash from. But these are like Bond villains... I'd like to, I'd like a um. Well, maybe they could have like a few spin-offs of the Bond villains, right? Of how they become villainous, and they could be like going through where they how they get their business savvy and how they get their money to be able to afford this sort of stuff. Imagine going into a bank, right? You're going you're walking down the road like oh let's go on a good old chase here, right? Chase Manhattan. There's there's a throwback for you, and you're like. We're going to Chase, or if you're here in Australia, like we'll go into the ComBank and we'll uh, apply for a business loan, right? We'll apply for a business loan. I'm sure they'll give you one. No, they won't. Maybe HSBC would because they're dodgy and they funded like Mexican cartels. But, you know, other banks, eh, I don't know. JP, yeah, Chase might. I don't know. Oh, JP Morgan, they're an investment bank, aren't they? So you could probably go there and see them. I don't know, maybe like Macquarie here in Australia, they might give you some money, but, you know, how do Bond villains get money to build and have these ridiculous, this stuff, this infrastructure? I don't know. I don't know. Guess what? I don't know. Well, that is it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Tweet me at L underscore who's talking. Send me an email, Luke who's talking pod at gmail.com or on the Facebooks. Listen to the pod. Give me some feedback. Give me some juice, please. I feel that some of the better stories of when I just sort of like rant on a little bit, like just with the Bond villain one, I don't know. How about you tell me what what do you feels? What do you feels on that? Anyway, I'll catch you next time. <laughs>